Hey, this is Tim McKernan, and I am here with Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I have been a longtime Design Air client. What separates you guys from everybody else? It's becoming more common for companies to just get their foot in the door. They try to come up with different ways to upsell. They try to see how much they can make off of a customer as opposed to, hey, we're in there to do a service. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it for a fair price. I don't know how many emails I have received from our listeners who experienced the incredible customer service Design Air Heating and Cooling provides. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen and my law firm Brown and Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown and Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Live from the Michelob Ultra Studios, KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. Good morning, St. Louis. We're here, baby. It's me. Disappointment. Uh, I, 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 t- I told the text line it's going to be amazing this morning, but it's only temporary, right, Jackson? That's right. It's uh, 7.08 here in St. Louis. You are listening to The Morning After, and it's presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. This is the Munganast, St. Louis Acura, Munganast, Burkhart, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock Gower. You are listening live. Feel free to text on in the Jeff Lottman text inbox, 314-881-TMA5, or call in 636-904-TMA. I'm Action Jackson. Across the dais from me is Darren the Plowhawk Atkins. To my left, Ken Iggy Strode. Where's Tim? And the All Salmon. There you go. There you go. Where's Tim? And then in the uh, in the Sekman C6 studios is KG Note 10. Now, here's the situation. Everyone gather around. Doug is out. We knew that. Doug. Doug is out today. Got the Hampton house. Uh, he's in the Hamptons. Uh, he'll be back, I guess, Wednesday of next week. Correct. Uh, so he'll be locked in for that. Tim, Tim McKernan, you know him, the greatest broadcaster in this, not only in this region, but I think the world. Uh, he is at a school function for his eldest son, and he will be in today. He will be in. So if you're sitting on your radio, like you're like about to throw your phone out the window, don't worry. Tim will be in today. He'll probably be about an hour or so, but he will be in today. But he's, uh, you know, family first, and we obviously respect the hell out of that. So he will be in today. But you'll just have uh, the four of us to start off the program. And you know what I say? I think that's lovely. I think it's lovely to do broadcasting with you fine gentlemen. And family does come first. And you got to do those things. I mean, obviously, we live and die with journalism. I mean, Doug is a 35-year vet. Iggy's 30-plus. Next week of my 10-year TMA anniversary. We live and, like, die. We bleed, you know, journalism. But family does come first. Absolutely. And uh, look out for yourself. And so, yeah. So Tim will be in soon. Uh, Doug, scheduled vacation. Hamptons, obviously. And Iggy's got a running count of his vacation days. And so Iggy knows. But, uh, but yeah, Tim will be in eventually. So if you're going to, like, you know, freak out or, you know, I'll see you tomorrow, which I've already seen the text come in, Tim will be in. And I'm not so, gonna be much good here today. Why is that, Eggs? There's no coffee anywhere. Yeah, I know. Uh, the coffee machine is uh, not working. I had to opt for this, this uh, I no free ads, but this this energy nice. serum 
that is we just, don't do pale I mean, there's like a hundred different ingredients to this, none of which I could pronounce, which is now the good thing. Well, we have the uh, automatic coffee where you mm -hmm. just got like seven different choices, espresso, hot chocolate coffee. You just press a couple buttons and it dispenses. That that seems to go on the fritz every other day. And the only one who knows how to fix it is Jody. She didn't come in until 30. But then we have a coffee pot maker. Mm -hmm. There's no coffee. Oh, there's no like ground coffee? There's beans. I don't know. We have no grinder. Get to crushing. <laughs> so I can't, I just... I texted Lauren because they usually take a pot in there with them, and I'm asking her, but I have no coffee. I can't. I can't function without a coffee. I feel you. Trust me. I, uh, I I am the same way. I like to have coffee to start my morning off. More, less so for the caffeine because I feel like eventually it kind of levels out. I just like the taste. I like the taste of coffee. The uh, warm feeling it gives me. Yeah, I mean a good coffee has good taste. If you get a crappy coffee, but um, like I like the taste of Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Some people don't. I like the taste of Starbucks. Uh, obviously, Blue Mountain Coffee has a great flavor to it. Um, but I, I just like the caffeine. It's just kind of like, it's like an addiction. It's like cigarettes, you know? You really can't function without caffeine when you've been drinking it since you've been 17 years old. See, I like having my afternoon coffee. Afternoon coffee? Because I wake up so early, so I could get home from work, and I kind of like having just a nice afternoon cup of coffee. Does that affect your bedtime? Not at all. I don't know. I, I don't feel the pep necessary. I just like the warmth. I feel you. All right, so what this is today, and this is what I kind of talked to the Plowhawk about earlier, is uh, there's been a real outcry for the revival of Pepper and Genie. And so what we have here is a forced <laughs> revival of the Pepper of the Pepper and Genie crew that I will I will mediate. I will function. So the, the ball is in your two's hands. No, we, we cuss in Pepper and Genie. Oh, we can we can hold off a little bit. Yeah, just use words like fudge. Oh, I thought you were gonna play a clip from Pepper and Genie. No, no, no we no, do no. have uh, no, KG and O-Town in the in the back studio, so we do have a full-ish day. Is yeah, can have KG. a little fun this hour. Hi guys. Hey buddy. There you go. I'm gonna good, turn him down. Good to hear from you. It's great to be back. Yeah, man. Uh, my 5900 player. Uh, Novak is three under through six holes. He's got the lead. Yeah, you're off to a good start, Iggy. I was just looking at the score. Look at this. Look at this. Look at that. I, I don't even worry about those guys anymore. It's always my my highest priced players to screw me. Everyday coffee drinkers lack the mental toughness needed to compete. If you aren't smart enough to function without caffeine, you're just not smart enough. That comes from Tervis Parish. Well, it has nothing to do with being smart. It has to do with this. Just, it's part of your routine. Yeah, to to something you're used to putting in your body in the morning. Just like quitting smoking is is the hardest thing I've ever done. I did it twice last year. One for a month and once for nine days. Uh, it's just the hardest thing to do. And drinking coffee when you're, I wouldn't say addicted to it. You're probably addicted because to I, caffeine. Because I only drink like uh, I fill up my one Hubbard cup and that's all I drink during the day. So it's like I'm drinking coffee all day long because I need it. But it's just something your body is used to getting to function in the morning. Like you're you kind of your, describing You brush your teeth in the morning, you gargle in the morning. If you forget to do it because you're late and you run out, you feel like crap until you get back home to do it. Yeah. That's yeah. something you just do every day. I coffee just caffeine stimulates you, kind of wakes you up. You're you're kind. I mean, like you know, physically, you're kind of addicted to caffeine. I am too. Everyone. I mean, if you drink coffee every morning, you're kind of addicted to it. It's something that's not too bad to be addicted to. There's worse yeah, I'm not things. Get the shakes or anything. I just, no, no. I just like a cup of coffee in the morning. And there's none to be had. Even Learn doesn't have any in there, and they usually have a pot in there. Um, so nobody has coffee here. So if anybody wants to drop me off a cup of coffee, just text uh -oh. me to get downstairs, and I'll pay you for it. There we go. Give you, a little, give you a little tip. I'll tell you what. There's a baseball laying here that uh, was signed by me when we did the, uh, I said I could throw it over 70 miles an hour. That's right. 
51 was the final number. 51. I wrote 51 on there, and I signed the ball, the actual ball that I threw into Raby's glove. Bring me a cup of... Uh, uh, what do I get? That's going to be your payment. Vinti, oh, Vinti, no, I pay you for the coffee. Vinti Blonde is what I get. But you also get that ball. Or a Vinti Pike. Vinti Pike or Vinti Blonde. <laughs> if you're in the area, just text Jeez. me, Iggy, I'm downstairs with your coffee. Uh, bring it up, or I'll come down and get it. I'll pay you for the coffee, and I'll give you this baseball. I'll take an iced Americano if somebody's on their way. You know what's funny about that? <laughs> I don't have a baseball, Let's though. go ahead and put an order in now. Anybody else? You know what's funny about that? I'll take a Carl Macchiato. Uh, what's funny about that baseball is we were doing a sound story, oh, I'd say a month or two ago. The guy was fantastic. Not going to reveal name or anything, but he was so nice. And he saw that baseball, and it, he saw an autograph at 51. He goes, oh, Willie McGee's my favorite player. <laughs> and yeah, it was so it. hard to explain to this guy, who's obviously in his 70s, right. that actually that's not Willie McGee. That's the mile-per-hour pitch by Ken Strode, and that is his autograph on that baseball. I can see we Ken and Strode mixed up with... Willie. Well, he just, he didn't like, I mean, he was that far, you know, he was that yeah. far away. He saw he the autograph, he saw the number, he just instinctively baseball, sports, quote-unquote, radio show, unquote, that you you would just assume that that's a Willie McGee signed baseball. And I thought it was really funny to having to explain to that guy that, no, that's one of our producers, show host, who uh, threw a baseball. There's another signed one there by me, and I don't even know what that one is. <laughs> that might have been a rough draft. Uh... Ooh, what we got here? I was watching the Riz show on YouTube. Warren definitely has coffee. That's from the Crystal City. Yeah, she just walked by. Her and King Scott had cups of coffee. Oh, my God. They may have coffee, but... They have a coffee maker in their studio. No, that's why I asked. They usually have that. They make a pot, and they bring it in there. Because I don't know. know, Riz never leaves the studio for some reason. I think he pees in a cup. I've seen them a couple times, but it's few and far between. So I think they just pour their coffee in there, and they usually make a pot. I don't know if maybe they made a pot before they ran out of coffee. So she's probably just got her own cup, but not a. It probably broke after they made a cup. Mm, so you're, are you blaming it on them? No, because it, it can it can break at any time. That's true. I got a cup one time, and then uh, somebody else went in there and got it. And it didn't work. Mm. You guys know that Breadco delivers and DoorDash exists, right? That's from Mrs. Janie. No, Shanahan. you got to pay for that. They won't take a baseball <laughs> for payment. <laughs> they will not. They will not. <laughs> Imagine, oh, we're not going to pay the delivery charge. We got this signed baseball. Yeah, I'll pay you for the coffee, but I'm not going to pay you for the delivery charge. Here's a baseball. Will you take it? No. 100% that coffee will have piss in it. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. Yeah, that's another thing when you get it from listeners. If you don't know who they are. It yes. would be easy to tell, wouldn't it? Like the first sip, you would be like, oh, that has urine in I it. Only trust, I only trust blend. certain listeners. Well, they could use their ween as a swizzle stick. Swizzle stick. Will you stir it up with a ween. Title? Yep, I already on. was typing it. You could <laughs> spit in it, do all kinds of stuff that I wouldn't taste. That's why I used to have a girl that, she wasn't a stalker. She's just a nice girl. She listened to the show. <laughs> oh, here all we right. go. She would call every day, and she would bring stuff by the studio, and I'd never eat it. I made some brownies for Yogi. I'm not going to eat that. Name hey, names. I don't know what you did with it. What, like, was it, who was the person? It was no, just, a, it was it was just a, a, a listener. To what show? TMA? Yeah. No, what? not TMA. Just, I don't know what a show is doing over Keglers? 590 at the time. I was producing, but I was on the air, too, so I don't know. She's just a fan. Was it the woman days? But she brings stuff by, and I said, I can't eat that. I, I don't know what she did with it. She could may act like she's nice. She could be poisoning me. I don't know. I just, I'm leery about eating things that people bring in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, homemade stuff from people you don't know, probably best to avoid, unless it's like 
a bake sale of some sort. Yeah, if I know the person, like Mr. Smith or somebody says, yeah, yeah I'll bring you some by, then I'm safe. <laughs> if some, you know, Tommy Tribbins. Little Tommy Tribbins. <laughs> yeah. Bike. I'll, I've got my bike. I'll bring some by. I'm not going to drink that. <laughs> I'll have a venti blonde roast and I'll add my own cream. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. Yeah, see, that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> Come on. Who's I'm not, put, I who's, there's no one in... Uh, who's putting their, their rod in the hot coffee? It's from Brad and... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think about how much hatred has to be in that guy's soul to, like, uh, use his penis as, like, a stir for uh, your venti blonde. That actually segues so nicely into, into a, uh, a more, uh, you know, somber subject. But one of my favorite moments in Curb is when Larry does a nose test on the hot coffee. You know, he puts his nose in there. Who asked for a nose test, Richard oh. Lewis says. And to that, I say rest in peace to the great Richard Lewis. Yeah, I saw that he passed away. Oh, passed I've away been watching yesterday. a couple of really good clips. He's him on Curb. The guy who was had like a vow, it took a vow of silence. That one's one of the <laughs> best. Yeah, it's a Pinkberry episode, right? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't because uh, I'm, I'm going to wait till it gets about seven, eight episodes into the season and binge it. Has he been in any oh, yeah. episodes this uh, yeah, season? Yeah, I have not Prominent. watched. So, yeah, last season he had had back surgery that really messed him up where he couldn't really walk around, so he was only in one episode of last season, I think. But he was in the full season, and he was in the last two episodes he's pretty prominent. So really? yeah. Yeah, I wonder when they, they filmed that, probably last spring, maybe summer. Yeah, probably about a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. I know he had alt- Alzheimer's, uh, so he cut back on what he was doing. In the show, he's had some big back issues too, yeah. like some major back surgeries. So. But it was a heart attack, so yeah. May he rest, rest in peace. peace. Seventy-seven, yeah. lived, lived seventy-six, it. I think. Yeah, yeah. Lived a good life. Yeah, Larry, Larry, David. I saw a Variety tweet out, put out a really nice thing talking about me and Richard were born three days apart and uh, in, in the, the same, same hospital, hospital yeah. and we've been best friends ever since, like brothers ever since. Uh, he's the kind of guy that makes you laugh and is also the sweetest man. But today he made me sob, and I'll never forgive him. Like, that's just peak Larry and, you know, a guy who certainly doesn't ever get very sentimental in his uh, public-facing element, especially with, like, Curb. But, you know, it's tough not to be sentimental. So they've lost now Bob Einstein and Richard Lewis from that show, which is a damn shame because both of those guys are about as oh. funny as they can get. And from what I've heard, just incredible humans. So rest in peace to the great Richard Lewis. Uh, Parkinson's, not Alzheimer's, Iggy. That's for oh, Brad I'm sorry. That was yeah. Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. Uh, the Honey episode, Richard uh, Lewis was one of my favorites. Yeah, that's the one where he accidentally calls his new girlfriend Honey too soon. So he has to go around calling everybody Honey to, to justify it. Yeah, he was in some iconic ones. The one where, God, was it Einstein that they, uh, he pretended, Larry pretended that he wasn't Jewish. Right. <laughs> Because they hated the people in there, so they were. Oh, Palestinian chicken episode. Yeah, so oh, it's the saying, greatest episode of all time. They were saying uh, Super Dave was—he's the biggest Jew. Yeah. Go after him. Yeah, he took off the yarmulke. He threw the yarmulke down on the ground. It is an iconic show. Yeah, and he was certainly a huge part of it, and obviously very close with Larry. So, rest in peace, Richard Lewis. That was uh, some sad news to see yesterday. Also, yeah. sad news to see yesterday was the Blues loss. I didn't even know that. <laughs> you know how I know when people die. There's a friend of mine, Tom Wiley. Cat? Oh, he yeah. He changes his profile picture to whoever died. I know Tom really? Wiley. I That's think. how I saw it. I was going through Facebook, and I saw Tom Wiley, and there's a picture of Richard Lewis. Oh, darn it, he passed away. I asked him one time. He played Trivia Night last year with uh, Danny Stack for the Mega Meyer Foundation Trivia coming up April 29th. Um, and I said, now you know you can never change your profile picture. Like, you want, what if you want to put a picture of you up there with a celebrity or... 
you and the kids or you and your family. You can't do it because they're going to say, oh, this whole family died? Everybody just now thinks that every time there's a profile picture, it's somebody who died, and it is. I think that's all he does on Facebook. He just waits till somebody dies and puts a picture up there. Oh, yeah. It's Einstein, guys, like Albert Einstein. That's what I threw him for. I really think it's Einstein. I think it's Bob Einstein. Yeah, I don't think it's Einstein. I, I just know him as Super Dave Osborne. Yeah. He's yeah. Albert Brooks's brother. Br- yeah, he was in the Albert Brooks movie that I can never remember the name of. Um, he's His girlfriend broke up with him. Bruno Kirby's in it. They're both, like, movie editors. Does that get shorty? No, it's something like Modern Love, if that's a thing. Albert Brooks. Maybe and Modern Romance. And Bruno Kirby. Um, but he breaks up with his girlfriend, and he decides, I'm going to change my life. Modern romance. I think I think running should be a part of my life. And Bob Einstein is the uh, he works in the sporting goods store and he's trying to sell them all this stuff. Now these pair of shoes are the best, they're like six hundred dollars. I don't know if I want to go that high. He goes, well, I guess you really running's not going to be a part of your life. I'm sorry, I mis misunderstood you, sir. Have a nice day. There's no way, man. Wait a minute. And he's, he he walked out of there with all this stuff, like eight thousand dollars worth of shoes and armbands and headbands <laughs> and weights and. And it was the only part he had in the movie. It was it was iconic. It was just one of the best scenes in the movie. He could do that. He could make a scene that seems boring oh come God. to life. Incredible. So some of the just deadpan looks he would give Larry on Curb Enthusiasm yeah. are as good as it gets. It's really, really great stuff. Also sad news that Tim and Doug are absent this morning. It's from Eric in the Central West End. Yeah, well. Tim will be here. Like I, I, yeah, like, I keep coming. saying it. Like he's gonna be here. He's just gone for a little bit of the show. Doesn't so his do school know what Tim does for a living? <laughs> to call it at that time of day? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I he guess it'd be, be with hard. his eldest son. It'd so. be kind of hard to say. Okay, we want to have the meeting, but Tim's got that till eleven, and then he's got QFTA till six at night. So when <laughs> yeah. we can have it? Yeah. Uh, tough loss by the Blues. Yeah, yeah. But let me tell you about my friend Tom Wiley. I think I just got whiplash from that hijacking. Jesus, that's from Who's Your Daddy? I'll talk I about th- the blues. I'll go find coffee. What do you want? I didn't us see the game. I don't even know they right played. Now. We're, you know, we're. I think this is running smooth as silk right now. Yeah. Well, uh, Doug talked about yesterday that Connor McDavid really uh, not not performing well, and maybe that motivated McDavid because here is uh, Chris Kerber's call of Connor McDavid scoring in overtime last night. Propped it back. Dacom. Now to McDavid, around Thomas, drags it in. McDavid shoots, save, and score. It floats off of Bennington, and the Oilers score with 25 seconds to go. They win in overtime. Blues get a big point. Bennington thought he had that one, Mike, but it floated past him, and there's Connor McDavid with just another ho-hum three-point game for you. There it is. Who's Mike? I, I was wondering the same thing. I don't know who's in the booth with Curbs yesterday. Isn't it by Tally? Usually, I don't know who's in. They, they've they've done some different people. Uh, Cam Jansen was in there a couple weeks ago. I don't love, think Clay wanted to do it, right? I don't think it was Clay's, but I don't know. Mike Danton. Mike Danton. Yeah, Clay's is probably in Florida. He's probably been there for a month already. Yeah. Uh, so there, there it is. There, there is some Blues uh, breakdown from four guys who did not watch the game. Yeah, I'm going to say. Did you I, watch it, KG? I'm sorry, Plaza. I didn't mean to cut you No, off you're there. good. You're good. No, I think I was asleep before it even started. <laughs> you know what's funny is I had I don't ha- I don't watch Bailey's, but this is right. the one time I was on TV, but Illinois and Minnesota were playing, 
Mm. So I watched the Illinois-Minnesota game, which was probably one of the best college basketball games I ever watched. I think both shot 50 or 60% from the field. Minnesota shot 70% from three, 60% Jesus, from really, the field, really and shoot 70% from three? And lost. Was it at the barn or at Assembly? At Assembly Hall. Oh, wow. So State Farm Center. Illinois got, the, Illinois got the W? Yeah, quarter 105. But, yeah, I, I thought at the time, I'm like, this is going to be so funny if we talk about the game on the show because I had the ability just to watch it. And I chose <laughs> Illinois because, I mean, it is what it is. It's almost March, baby. Yeah, because the Blues game last night was on TNT, if yeah. I'm mistaken. Yeah, yeah so, so you had the option, but you had went. the choice. Listen, you went, with your, you went with your guys. They beat Minnesota, a team that Missouri has beaten, by the way. Uh, so nice little mutual victory right there for nice. our two programs. And uh, they take down the Golden Gophers. How do you like that? How do you like us now? What up? Brad Underwood. I'll bring that up because I thought it was funny because I knew we were going to talk about the game. Didn't know Tim was going to be out the first hour, but I think it makes it even better that you said four guys who didn't watch the game. Yep, that's right. Four uh, guys who have no idea outside of – I did see McDavid's goal, and that was filthy. And it looked like Benner was going to have it, but he, you know, of course, didn't. But that goal was nasty. Even someone who watches hockey like once a blue moon can recognize that that guy is special because he went through like every defender on the ice. And from Harrison's brother, Master, outside of the tech that this isn't the worst show in history, I'm out. Right above that, Mike McKenna. Okay. Former Blue backup goalie there. Um, and then it goes, you idiots. Yeah. What the hell is going on? If Tim and Doug aren't in, I'm out. He right. stuck around after that, though. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, He's still in. Yeah, he's in. We keep him just long enough. Listen, baby. We edge him. We do, like, a million hours of stuff every week. Like, for one hour, you'll be okay. Like I promise you, you'll be okay. We appreciate you listening, and if you hate it, we appreciate it. If you love it, we appreciate it. It's all the same. This is the worst show in history. I'm out. That's from Harrison's Brother Master. I, 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 I bet my college debt you're not You're not out at all. Hell no. What you say I wish that? I could meet him in person. That'd be great. Why is Iggy tweeting during the show? Come on, man. That's from Jonathan Mardukas. Not, was, what are you tweeting? I was checking a leaderboard. I just checked. I just did something Megan Megyn Kelly. So... What did you say? You sent something to Megan Kelly? No, she's, uh, it popped up on my thing, so I read it. She's, um, I think, berating CNN because they had some text nine hours before they did, and we need credit for that. We did it first, and you're, I said, congrats. What would you get for that? There you go. Nice. I, What's got the... a, I got another catfish going on here. You got a catfish situation? Not, the, a not to hijack the show, but my friend George Hansford, who owns the Trainwreck Saloon. Um, Hansford. Kind of uh, seems like a Scooble-Lindman. good story here. <laughs> no, he, he owns the Trainwreck in um, West, Westport, but he also has a charter company in Key West. He lives down in Key West, and his wife, Chris, runs the Trainwreck. I feel bad for her. He's living in Key West, and she's running the Trainwreck in St. Louis. Um but he posted a couple of pictures. He's out with a couple of St. Louis girls. Took him on a charter yesterday. Very attractive. I said, "Boy, what a rough life you have." Hmm. Here's the response I got from uh, Hannah Lee White. Hannah Lee White. Hannah Lee White. No last name is Lee White. One one name. Oh, definitely real then. I'm impressed with your profile and personality. Admire your good sense of humor here. But I don't normally write in the comment section. But, but I think you deserve this compliment. I tried to send a firm request, but it's not going through. Do you mind trying from your side? I will be happy to be friends with you. Dude, it's, I don't think it sounds like a bot. One of the most telegraph bots of all time. <laughs> no one the, talks like that. And at the, I never hop in so many DMs. Yeah, but. right. I tried sending you a friend request because how often have you ever sent a friend request and it didn't work? Like, <laughs> like you wouldn't send it for you. It can get glitchy. 
Really? You are going to get blocked again. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I won't block her. It's just, it's, I don't think she's a bot. What she'll oh, wait. Come on, she'll wait for me to respond, and then she'll talk to me like that girl did and show me a picture of an empty refrigerator and say, can you help me out? Well, yeah. Oh, that's a bot. Oh, Iggy, come on. That's, that's not a bot. bot. That's Why a real it... person trying to get money out of me. No, it's not. That's uh, that's computer pro. No one talks like that. Who, Who the hell says stuff money? Like How am I sending money? I'm sending money to a bot? Yes. Well, uh, someone like control like someone programs a bunch of bots and then puts them out there, and it's a numbers game, and if they get one person to send them money, it'll cover the nut. Yeah. So they if they program it. So you're right in the sense that one person is, like, controlling it, but I don't think anyone's typing out that non... I mean, who the hell? That sounds like a greeting card. I don't know. I get this all the time with, oh. in messages. Say, tell me about yourself. I said, just Google yeah. like Eastrode. The bot community knows that you're you're susceptible. <laughs> don't you don't you know me? Spreading. Just Iggy, just just t- just Google Kenny Strode. Everything you need to know about me. <laughs> what do you look like? Well, you're on my Facebook page. Go look at some pictures. <laughs> Ig- ignore the incel haters inhaling jelly donuts two at a time and mainlining Diet Coke. You fellows are doing a fine job. That's from the three one four. I can't function without coffee. I'm just. You're trying to get something to say. I don't know. Speaking of mainlining, I have a topic that I talked about in QFTA yesterday that I'm curious where you boys are at. Uh, So on Tuesday, I had to do some blood work. Uh, Nothing, like, of concern. Everything came back good. I just had this yearly stuff. You know, you do blood work probably once a year, get some lab results in. And so I obviously had to give some blood to do so. And uh, I went to the phlebotomist, the, the, the lab, the diagnostic lab, it was the first time I had really given blood. Like, I never donated blood, and I've never done blood work, so it was, like, my first time. Uh, and so, sticks the needle in there. All is good. It doesn't really hurt. I'm not looking at the needle. I'm looking away from the needle because I don't want to see it. Yeah. But I'm feeling good. I'm feeling everything's good. Everything's going great. I'm, I'm, I'm not hurting. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a glance and see what it looks like. I took a glance, and that yeah. changed. Passed I, out. That humbled me. I didn't pass out, but as soon as I saw blood cascading out of me into this tube at rapid rates. I was shocked by how fast it was going. I was like, no, thank you. Turned See, right around. I was like, if I looked at that for another second, I might vomit. I can deal with any needle. I don't mind shots. Yeah, anything, the needle wasn't the problem. It's the pumping of the blood for yeah, me, dude. bro. I'm so small. I can't really donate blood because, like, I, I just, I mean. I, I, I assume you're very vascular, though. I Oh, my God, yeah. Plump, so, plump veins. Yeah, so I don't donate a ton of blood, which I would like to, but my body weight just, I can't lose that much. I just pass out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> well, you also, I like, had to fast for, like, eight hours. So yeah. Like, obviously, I'm drinking a a lot of water to try to mitigate the uh, the dehydration thing, but you know, after they take out the good amount of blood out of you, you're gonna feel pretty lightheaded. I, I was fine, like I walked out and it was fine. Oh. But when I looked at the needle, just not a fan. So, do you have you ever looked and seen that stuff, Eggs? Yeah, it's just trying to see it pumping out of there. I had to call the girl last year. I said, "You busy back there? This thing's about ready to overflow in here." <laughs> like back there, drinking coffee or smoking a cigarette. I think she forgot about me. <laughs> But nah, it don't bother me. No, right. I never, I never given blood though. I think it's different because giving blood, you give more than just right. You're you giving a, 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 oh, a lot. You're giving a, yeah. yeah. So I guess you would kind of feel you need the orange juice and the cookies yeah, after right. that. But you know, when you do get blood work, and they don't take enough out to make you dizzy. Right. That. Yeah. I just I seeing it like flowing out of me. I was like, I don't like that at all. Yeah. That just means your blood's flowing good. Yeah. No. No doubt. I, would, I mean, yeah. I'd be alarmed if I saw little drips coming out. Right. Yeah. If, or if you didn't see anything. Hey, like, this well, isn't. Yeah, some working here. I just I felt like a human juice box. Uh, KG, you ever look at that stuff? Yeah, that doesn't bother me. And I'll I got a tattoo. I watch that. I'll watch the blood being drawn. I'm okay with that. Wow. So with a tattoo, can you not donate blood? 
I don't know. I haven't since, so I'm not sure. Okay. It might be like a you might there's like a, it might be like a grace period where you can't, but I think eventually maybe you can. If you have tattoos, text in if you can donate blood. And also text in, do you look at the needle when they're pulling, extracting the the very juices that make you function out of you? Well, something when some people uh, don't know when you talk about if you get a tattoo, can you get blood? Um, I was going to donate my hair one time. We were doing a thing for a friend of ours that had cancer. And he's losing his hair, so he shaved it off, so we're all just going to donate our hair. If you've had your hair dyed, you can't donate your hair. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That could ever? Like if you've ever dyed it? Or yeah. just like at that moment? No, if you've ever had your hair dyed, uh, you can't donate your hair for some reason. I don't know. Hmm. So, like, would you be in that category because you get a cut in color? Yeah. Okay. So I was going to donate, and I th- said, is that your normal color? It looks like his hair has been dyed. See, I get my hair blonded up. I get a cut in color. And we can't can't accept your hair because it's been bleached or treated. Yeah. So, I don't know. You got to wash it out completely. I guess, apparently, in hair, there is, like, temporary and permanent coloring and highlights. Fair enough. That makes sense. I guess. Uh, I'm about to drain all my blood with a razor blade <laughs> if Tim doesn't hurry up and get in the studio. That's from the Wentzville Ween Peaker. You have the same amount of blood as the rest of us. You tasty Well, it's because I pass out, day. dude. Like, I don't want to pass out. Like, I seriously feel like I... And I fa- I can't fast for eight hours. Like, that's not, like, my style. It's not what I do. Please, Plowboy, finish the statement. I can't get blood because I'm small. Look, I have the same <laughs> amount of blood. I just, I, like, I pass out. Like, it's, like, makes me feel really terrible and I, I just you know yeah, suck it up buddy i don't it's think charity so. well I, I, the charity thing is different i just don't go out of my way to go donate it but if there's like a blood drive somewhere where i'm working or something i'm fine but it's still i'm passing out every single time that doesn't sound exciting uh jackson i'm with you i actually have vasovagal syneca syncop that's a tough word to pronounce, yeah. but I guess it's some medical condition. I black out the side of blood or medical trauma. It's from Eric in the Central West End. A lot of people do. A lot of people just pass out the side of blood. Like, I think I could see other people's blood, but my own. So maybe it's selfish. I have, like, the selfish version of that. Like, I'd be okay. Like, I see violent movies, and blood doesn't... Like, I said the other day, Django's one of my four favorite movies. It's, like, one of the bloodiest movies ever. But it, I, the sight of my blood, even in a controlled situation like that, I did not like. Yeah, I see gory stuff I can't... That gets to me, especially like I'm eating dinner and I'm watching something. And if well, I yeah, know it's yeah, coming yeah. on, I turn my head. Right. Like Spartacus, one of my favorite shows of all time. When they would get into these gladiator fights and they would like take the knife and take the sword and cross their stomach. Yeah. The stomach would open up and all these mm. fake intestines would come yeah, out. Yeah, I'm not into the uh, gore. You know, entrails like are coming out. I can't see that. Even though I know it's fake. Yeah. I see that and I get, ugh. Yeah, there's, and some are like hyper-realistic too and you're like, ooh. Oh, this was. Just the cut and then here comes the entrails. Yeah, no thank you. I'm a huge voice and get lightheaded the side of blood. Somehow made it through the birth of my two kids though. It's from the Crestwood Coyote who is, uh, I think, brothers with Eric in the Central West End. So how do you like that? Yeah, I couldn't, Both watch, of them. I couldn't watch a birth either. Uh, let's, you can donate if you have tattoos. That rule changed a long time ago. It's from Bill's wife. You can usually don't, you usually can't donate for a year after you've gotten a tattoo, piercing, or have gone out of the country. With you, Jackie boy, I can't watch it either. It's from the 314. All right, so differing opinions on that. Uh, you truly are the biggest twink in the world, Jesus, from the 217. Are you, they're calling you the, the twink laureate, Blackhawk. Oh, yeah, apparently people didn't like the fact that, like, I, I, I don't donate blood willingly. I apologize. 
Yeah, I mean, a I'm an organ donor. That. If that if that Thanks. helps, yeah, harvest me, boy. I mean, yeah, you can harvest the hell out of everything in my side of my body once I'm gone. That should be a good trade off, right? What about that hog? Don't, would you donate that to science for to be studied? Yeah, <laughs> right next to where Milton Berle's centerpiece, just in like a... <laughs> yeah, Milton Berle's and Darren Atkins penises <laughs> severed. Was it in was it in Succession where? Someone bought Napoleon's penis. Was it oh, like Tom? Tom. Tom yeah, bought Napoleon's. Like, like thirty-seven grand. And like Logan has to look at him. He's like, "Did you? Did I hear you buy? You bought Napoleon's penis?" And didn't he say it like it just was like kind of like it looked like like Indian hide or like yeah. fur? Well, I'm sure it like is like fossilized. Like the nub of a little pinky. <laughs> he was known to be small. Is that right? Yeah. Was well, I know mean, like his body size, but they also say his I mean it could be a you know a myth or a legend, but. People have said that Napoleon had a very small penis. Yeah, that's why I think the joke was like Tom said his like finger description of like the length <laughs> of the hide also indicated that it was not that big or pretty underwhelming. Uh, that's correct, Jackson. The Crestwood Coyote is my brother and sometimes my boyfriend. Don't tell his wife, though. It's from the Eric in the Central West he, End. That's nice. Did I play him in a match and his brother caddied? Is that who I'm thinking of? I thought you played the ill side. I played the ill sider and his brother caddied. I, I don't think. think that's Eric in the Central West End. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you beat you beat that ass though. I know you did. I Eric said yeah. I lost a match in so long. Mr. Licks versus you. Well, he's not gonna play. You so. don't think he I think he will. I think he he's gonna play. He called and said very confidently that he was going to. Gonna so he says a lot of things that are all fake. Well he has Just to like he's in the lesser Antilles right now and he's not. He's in his truck delivering something. <laughs> well, this might be like the first opportunity for him to to really prove himself. Oh, he does fine. I'll beat his ass. Well, if he ain't going to joke about it, don't wait like two days before the tournament starts. Let's, yeah, don't screw it. Let's like end that. the joke about a week before so yeah. we can find our replacement. Well, we don't Nonetheless, know who he, it'd be good. None of us know who he is. He may send I think out, send I know like who a scratch it is. golfer. He knows who it is. I don't think he's a scratch golfer. No, but he could send somebody that says he's Oh, we thought it was Oh, Tim. look, it's KG in the t- <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thought, everyone saw that door open. It got so excited. It's like the Michael Jordan commercial where the guy was just named Michael Jordan. And everyone, every time he came in, it was... Mr. Mr. Smith is getting coffee. I want a, uh, a venti uh, pike. <laughs> no, we don't have secrets. Well, KG's taking have? orders. Venti, venti pike. I'm taking a picture of this. Hold on. With That's cream, please. That's what? hilarious. Cream. Or you don't have to put cream in. Just bring. Like, we have creamer here. Just bring a block. Okay. Like, Where is your he? Servers. Is, he on, is he on the phone? Yeah, he's on. You know what? Throw him on. I just Hey, thanks, KG. Yeah. We'll thanks, give you a buddy. tip. Twenty percent, baby. All right, Mr. Smith, I got you on, dog. Hey, Mr. What's Smith. Up, fellas? <laughs> what up? Oh, I just threw your name out there. I said, I'll have Mr. Smith's out there. I didn't mean hey, to go dude. get it for me. I'm not that far from the station. Ain't got nothing going on this today. It's no big deal. Look at you! You're what a what a fine American you are. You're gonna Mr. help Smith. Iggy out I try today. To be yeah, you're you're a quality man. We appreciate you. Yeah, just let All us right, know. So what are you getting? I've never been to Starbucks, so you got to tell me exactly what you need. I'll uh, let uh, I'll let Egg start this off. A uh, venti pike. <laughs> <laughs> a venti pike. Got it. Plowhawk. I'm good. I wanted it this to be an Iggy thing. I am all good. I got my Coca-Cola here. I am very satisfied. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Smith. I'm all yes, good, sir. too. I'm all good. I appreciate you, Mr. You Smith, sure? but no need. What? Okay, so what's KG want? I'll take an iced Americano, please, if you're going. I don't want you to just grab one, so. <laughs> right. You got the two hands. Yeah, oh, KG, you're, you're so nice. They don't want you to just order one thing while you're there. Okay. All right. Thanks, Mr. Yeah, Smith. You're a beautiful guy. human, Mr. Smith. Uh, we anyth- appreciate it. Nope. Anything no going problem, on swinging-wise? I'll see you guys in shortly. 
All right. You want me to see what Learn wants? We, I think he needs to focus. My thing is, he's never been to Starbucks. He needs to focus on this order. Yeah, he's got the two want, hands. He's got you the two both hands. want to get this right. I think you got to let him off the phone. He goes right to Starbucks. Mr. Smith is a nice guy. I didn't want to overdo it. I could have used one, but I really don't need one. I woke up with a good amount of energy today, so I'm going to... I got some good sleep. Go, I mean, I, and of course, I have this serum that is just uh, taking years off my life. I know it is. is I don't trust a damn thing. Uh, what I do trust, though, is Circa Sports. And let me tell you what, Plowhawk, that Circa Sports plays no games. Go over there and bet. You know, I, me and KG. KG, remember what, about six months ago, maybe even longer, we Gosh, were out there. How could I forget? Uh, I saw a picture of us from that uh, steakhouse in the lower part of Circa. We were looking good. Uh, I think back to that gnocchi often. That was uh, one of the best side dishes I've ever put the put my lips on. How about that stadium swim? Oh, man, good time. And we were out there during like a, a slower period in sports. Can you imagine like for a football Sunday or college football Saturday? March Madness. March Madness, Oof. which is exactly what I'm going to talk to you about here with the world's largest sports book in Las Vegas, which is now in Illinois. They took what KG and I were talking about with that Circa Sports, and they brought it to you here in Illinois. So if you live here in the St. Louis metropolitan area, you can sign up. If you live here in St. Louis, you just make a short drive across the river. Or if you already live in Illinois, sign up with the Circa Sports app, which is sports betting the way it should be. Big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. And the big dance is right around the corner. Plowsy, we all love to bet on the games. So much fun to do so. I like betting on underdogs. I like betting unders. I like uh, I like betting on sometimes the heavy favorites, but I really just like hanging out with my friends, watching the games, watching March Madness. So much fun. That first weekend goes crazy. Buzzer beers left and right. This year is wide open. So get involved. Use the Circus Sports app, which is, of course, now available in Illinois. Visit CircusSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. Plowsy, we have a title sponsor for this program. The name of that title sponsor is Brad and Crouppen, and through the magic that is technology, we can hear Doug Vaughn, who's, of course, in the Hamptons, tell us about our title sponsor, Brad and Crouppen. If you have a potential personal injury case, Brown and Crouppen is a local law firm here to serve you. We've all gotten to know Terry Crouppen and Andy Crouppen and Ed Herman very well on their appearances here on the morning after. Wonderful guys and the kind of guys you would like to have in your corner if you have a personal injury case. They'll give you that free evaluation. They'll work on a contingency basis. No upfront costs at all to you. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid. And they've won more than a billion dollars in compensation for the clients. They are the local law firm that is on your side. They've grown into one of the largest personal injury firms in the entire Midwest. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, call them at 314-222-2222 or go to brownandcrouppen.com. Make sure to let them know you heard about it here on TMA. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's brown and... Hey, Mr. Smith, do you want to bring an ink pen? If you have an ink pen in your car? I got one you can have. 
Yeah, I seriously cannot find one, and it is There's that a, one just ran. Oh, you know what? I took it again. That's the second time I've done this. Oh, you it was a pa- it was kind of a power move. Just completely came to my side, took the only workable pen. You bastard! And then kind of, I thank you. Sticky paws on that KG. Nice. I got you, dog. Sweet. Want this one? No, green I got pen. I got one. Look at that. What we do have also is some audio, and some audio that I'm interested in playing. Our friend Stephen A. Smith talked about hot dogs, and uh, I like hot dogs. At Tattooed Pokemon, right? Okay, that's good. Mayonnaise isn't available. What condiments are you putting on this glizzy? (laughs) That's easy. Ketchup and mustard. Glizzy is a turbo. What's wrong with that? Ketchup and mustard. Very, very simple to me. It's ketchup and mustard. Why wouldn't I put ketchup and mustard on this? I'm trying to figure out why the hell would mayo be on this. Now, that's just nasty. I think the only thing nastier than that is somebody I saw literally eating a spoon of mayonnaise. Now, that's disgusting. I'm with them. That's just nasty. I got to say, I love hot dogs and brats so much. Ketchup ain't going near any one of mine. I agree. I don't want to associate with you if you're doing that. I don't like ketchup. I like relish and I like mustard. That is like the best duo in the game when it comes to summer cookout. Like that that's just the flavor for me. I've so never put ketchup on a hot dog. I can't do yeah, it. Never. Iggy has never. No. I've never put ketchup on a hot dog. Now I, think I will I'm put with Iggy too. I will put mayonnaise on it. Because in Bermuda that's how they eat their hot dogs with it's mayonnaise. A big, uh, Colombian thing too. I have really? a buddy from Columbia, not not Boone County, but actually Columbia. And uh he says mayonnaise and potato chips on hot dogs is really popular. Yeah, I'll put wow, mayonnaise that's on bomb. There. I'll put mayonnaise on a hamburger every once in a while. Me too. See yeah. I like a light spread of mayo. I'm good with that. Oh, just a little, a little mm. dollop. Mm. I, I will, I'll say it. I don't give a damn. I will put ketchup and mayonnaise on a hot dog. Oh, if you don't no. like it, if you, wow. if you, hey, if you don't like it, you know, you can come, you can come talk to me. A thousand dollar dress in there. Yeah, you know what? I'll put, yeah, that's exactly right. It's, it's delicious, and I don't give a damn if you don't like it. I don't give a damn if you don't like my Miracle on Ice thing. I don't give a damn if you don't like what I put on my hot dog. I'm an American, and I have liberty in this country. See, yeah, yeah you get, you're able to doll up. Yeah, your, dress it up. See, with my chili chin dogs, I love mustard on that as well. It's called a coney. We it's, call that a coney. It's amazing. It that is it good. really does add a great flavoring. Now, there's a lot of people who don't like that. But I'm not going to shame them for it. Thank you. No, yeah. if you like what you like, I put uh, I put mustard on my uh, potato chips. It's an interesting play. Like plain potato chips and yeah, mustard. Was, yellow mustard or like a yeah, deli mustard. Uh, yellow mustard. I was a little tuby yellow mustard. Uh, and I was get a big chip, little mustard on there. Try it. I, I imagine that a bologna sandwich and then an empty pie crust, and that that might be like the official. The official dinner of what would be like the Ken buffet? I had a bologna sandwich Fish. yesterday for lunch. Did you? I was hungry, so I just eh, make a sandwich. I feel some obligation in this chair to uh, to question the bologna sandwich, as Doug would often would. I love bologna, especially I, fried bologna. I think again, I'm with Iggy, and I I go in spurts. Like I don't really like how much bologna you get in every package because it's almost like. I don't need to eat that much, but I'll go on three, four-day stints of loving bologna and mustard, little cheese. And I'd I could starve. Well, I, no way. I think bologna is better than a lot of people think. Oh, if you fry bologna, I'm not talking about crisping it up. Just take it, put it in the broiler, and get a little brown on each side, then put a little lettuce, tomato, and some mayo on there. Have you yeah. gotten the chance to use that air fryer yet? I have not. People asked me that yesterday on the cooking show. Because you could see the air fryer where I had the where I had the uh, camera, you could see the air fryer, and people asked me if I used it, and I said I haven't. 
I haven't read the directions yet. Why I haven't really you... cooked anything. I may try it tonight because tonight I'm going to do uh, chicken uh, thighs. So I may try the uh, fryer tonight. You should do hot dogs with a side of fries and put your fries in the air fryer. It's a little topical. Put some mayo on your hot dog. I like it. I don't give a damn. You can um, put frozen fries in there? Oh, you, oh dude, yeah. it, it, literally, Iggy, you're going to be amazed at, like, what you can turn things into on that and how easy it is to use. Imagine Tim driving to the station. His head hung low from this conversation oh. he's hearing on the show. That's from the 636. I doubt he's listening to this. He's listening to a podcast here, probably. Uh, the diaper-wearing boy who turns down anal puts ketchup and mayo on the hot dog. Surprising? <laughs> it's from the 314. That makes no sense whatsoever. Let me ask you about a bet I was thinking about, just to change topics, since we're talking about all kinds of we stuff. Ha- we can change, yeah. Bologna this is Pepper and Genie Live. Peak. Pepper yeah. and Genie mm-hmm. Live. Uh, as if you follow golf, you know, uh, Anthony Kim has signed with Live Golf. Uh, he's playing this week in Saudi Arabia. I don't know what the expectations are. I haven't read how much he's been playing leading up to this, practicing. His swing didn't look all that great when I saw it yesterday on the range. To have him at over under 48 and a half as his finishing spot. I think there's only like 54 people in the tournament, and some of them are terrible. I kind of think he's uh, under 48 and a half is a no-brainer as far as finishing better than 48 and a half. And there's 50 people in the I think field? there's like 54, 56 maybe. I don't see why not. I mean, I, I, we just haven't seen him play in 10 years. That's what I'm saying. He could go out there and shoot an 80. Right. It's, I think that's like probably like very much a possibility. That he but I mean, if he's been years. playing a lot and, and his game is in shape and he gets out there, you know, top 20 maybe, 25, but 48, that's 40 and a half. That's kind of kind of low. I think Seems like I, a real crapshoot bet. You know what it I is, like? I kind of like it. I like live how you don't need to be on a team that have like wild card spots. Yeah, like so he, he's like Notre Dame football where he doesn't he's have like, like a exempt. Yeah, he yeah he's like independently exempt from everything, and he doesn't need to be on a team. Doesn't that I, kind of spit in the face of the whole team thing? It does, but I do like that aspect of it. I guess where you kind of have those exemption for some guys, Fair and enough. that's not terrible. It's just confusing. I had to read about it a little bit. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I saw that yesterday. I didn't know because I even asked. I said, "Who's getting kicked off a team to put him on a team?" Because I I didn't think he'd be one of the wild cards because he's. I guarantee you they probably gave him $50 million. <clears throat> so you give him that kind of money to join live that he plays for one year, doesn't qualify up, you're out. Yeah, I, I don't know. So you think they would just sign him and put him on a team and he's good for as long as he wants to play. You don't give that guy kind of money and say you got to qualify for next year. Eh, I don't understand the whole thing. Uh, I do understand that we have a caller on the line, and that is uh, he used to be a quarterback at the University of Kansas. He got some sod in his face at Arrowhead, and his name is Todd Reesing. And he's, he's Plowsy's first-round opponent in the Fan Page Club Championship. Todd Reesing, how are you? Hey, what's up, boys? What's is this really? Look at that. <laughs> it, it is, actually. That's so good. Welcome to the show, man. <laughs> hey, thanks. Clip that off, hey, I want KJ. everybody to know why I'm Todd Reesing. I'm not actually Todd Reesing. That would be surprising to you. Oh, he well, was my hold math the wool, wool freshman year at uh, uh, the University of Kansas. He was what again? Um, my math PA the really? freshman year. And, yes. That's so cool. that's the reason why I'm Todd Reesing. But, um, hey, Darren, are we actually going to do this? 
Yeah, yeah, I was. I, I did see the text. So we are we're scheduled. Like I was thinking about somebody to play in the first round. Yeah, obviously, feature matchups. Yeah, and I, I we were looking at you know the quote unquote hate text. You know, obviously threw the big old fan the first bone yeah. since he is. He didn't uh, bite. Yeah, did not bite, and I thought you would be a great matchup. Uh, we've had our pros and cons. You know, we we've had our differences, but it seems like you're a very upstanding guy, and I. I think this is the matchup we all need. So, yeah, I think it's still a go. If you're down, of course, well, Todd. Obviously, I I will do my best to make that happen. Um, you know, obviously, uh, the wife has to approve of me. Uh, I get it. You know, she's she's very strict about things like this. But, you know, if I, if I can make it happen, I will. She has to approve um, you playing, like taking that Sunday, or approve Plowsy as your opponent? I hope the <laughs> latter. <laughs> I, I think that she... I have to tell you, I've I've taken her to some uh, DMA live events, and she was impressed. She is not the biggest fan. She oh. is not the biggest fan of the show. Hmm. Um, I actually Dick. posted a picture of the look on her face one time when I took her to the to a DMA live, and you could just see in her eyes that she uh, was considering not being married to me anymore after uh, seeing the show that I listen to every day. Typically, you want to see that O face, and that was probably not the O face that you wanted to see there, Todd. It's yeah, very eye-opening seeing it in person. I know. <laughs> it is a little shocking. But uh, but I don't yeah, know if we come up with any dates, but we'd usually come up with dates well in advance of the, the event. 20, 28th of April. April 28th. Okay. Go look at that weekend. and uh, Sunday of April. Try to smooth up your wife a little bit a week prior so you can get that, uh, that, that weekend pass to play some golf. Maybe okay, she could candy I think for I can you. Make that happen. Yeah, well, <laughs> I will tell you, I'm ter- I'm terrible. So you know, this I'm is a not 20 handicap. I haven't played since October. Yeah, this, hand- this will be my first round of golf. We'll probably be on the fan page club championship. But you're all good. I'll take the under. I bet you'll play before that. Maybe. Uh, Todd, what uh, do you have a handicap? I do not have a handicap. Okay, you're gonna want to get. You're gonna want to download a little app called Grint, and you're gonna want to start entering some scores so we have something to go off. Because you don't have a handicap. Could run into some issues. I'm a 21, Todd. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, I, hey, I'm playing Ruth Park on Sunday. All right. Uh, tea time at 9 o'clock. So, if you know, if you anybody can post, wants to you can post that score. I am. You can start posting um, scores tomorrow. Figure. So, post that I'll, score. I'll post that score then. So. On Grint, uh, if you don't want to pay the $35 a year for the USGA. Todd seems yeah. like a Grint guy. I'm a Grint guy. Yeah, Plowsy's a proud Grint guy. Yeah. I'll definitely be a great guy. I yeah. do not play enough to to actually pay for something. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, then we'll be good. Then you'll have a handicap, and you can uh, – Plowsy's going to probably give you pops. Plowsy, is that going to concern you? Not really, no. This guy's I think got it's going to be a fun wood. time. Absolutely. Well, hey, I uh, I won't take up any more time. I just want to tell you I am down if you want to play. And, hey, Jackson, yes, I know sir. that we do the KUMU thing back mm. and forth all the time. Mm. But, hey, I love you, man. I ask you uh, I ask you movie questions all the time. Yeah, uh, you know, I appreciate you. So God bless. God bless. We can always find common ground, Todd Reese, and we can always find common ground. <laughs> That's the great thing about humanity. Uh, all right, boys. Well, it's good. It's good to finally call in. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, I, and I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing you guys, I guess, at the uh, fan play Page Club Championship. So. Yes, sir. Don't well, be a stranger, that, Todd Reese. Thank you, Todd. See, I like that. Yeah. We've had issues, I guess me mainly, in the past, and he seems like a nice guy. That That's kind of where you can 
You can get angry and frustrated on the text room, but these are some genuine humans. Yeah, well, uh, the Jeff Lottman text inbox isn't as compassionate. Probably oh, not. Todd, you bitch. That's from <laughs> Scissor Me Timbers. Come on, Mrs. Reesing. Let him take off the chastity cage to play golf with Plowsy. That's from Shooter McGavin. Ask this simp how difficult it was to get into the communication programs at KU. That's from The Millennial. Get this DeBerg grad off the air. That again, comes from The Millennial. Did he sound like a DeBerg grad? I don't. I have plenty of friends who went, are DB proud. And he I probably, he probably knows them. I was picking up on some DB, some DB vibes. Yeah. That's when I feel bad. I'm not originally from St. Louis, so I can't get those vibes because no, I don't know what those vibes, vibes are. Somebody's high school. <laughs> Someone's call. This is on their vocal patterns. I have plenty of friends who are, are DB proud, and they're wonderful humans. Southside, <laughs> Southside pride. Uh, hey Todd, get control of your wife. Permission. That's from Orson Woods Wacko. I understand that. Uh, I'll take a break from not covering the Combine and head out there Sunday for a pre-round, pre-wife approval interview. Scouting, if you will. I like the cut of this guy's jib. That's from Colts columnist and show ombudsman Brian Henschen. Yeah, I'm sure he's covering the Combine. What a female organ Todd is. I don't know if I could say that. I probably can. Guarantee he gets pegged by his wife. It's the worst in Woods Wacko. That sounds like kink shame. That's Thank you, KG. You took the words right out of my mouth. That's not how we are going to operate worse in Woods Wacko. If the guy likes to get pegged, let him get pegged. We went over this yet. Well, I wasn't here, but you guys went over this yesterday. Yeah, I saw you put out a, uh, a TikTok of uh, that conversation about us discussing uh, the holes. I knew right when that conversation happened that it had to be done. Oh, my God. Look at this. Todd Reesing said, I am, in fact, D.B. Proud. Told you. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Oh, that guy, the guy who's... Texted, texted in, probably went to school with him or the his friend is. Uh, maybe, but if, if they could pick that up off of the voice, we need to hire the millennial, or the CIA does, or the NSA, so they can pick up tells like that. Holy crap. Uh, I just said I am not covering the Combine, Strode, man. Honesty, try it. That's from Brian Henschen. I think you said I'll stop covering the Combine to go do this. Uh, he said I'll take a break from not covering the Combine and head out there Sunday. Okay, <laughs> I didn't hear the not. Uh, public schools are better than DeBerg. That's from Stephen Wildwood. Now people are going to be taking shots at people's alma maters, and I'm not on board with that. Oh, they always do that, Where'd Steve right? go, Viani? Steve, uh, that sounds right. That <laughs> sounds right. Might as well be public. <laughs> oh, wow. I drove oh, wow. by that. Look at that. Like, I'm not impressed. Sekman C. Sticks, throwing, throwing barbs. Yeah, I don't claim Sekman anymore. Is that right? I mean, I go down to my parents' house every now and then, and I just... You can take the boy out of Jeffco, but I'm not sure you can take the Jeffco out of the boy. No, no, you cannot. I've been to Imperial once in my life. And you thought it was lovely? Not really. I went to see my friend Candace Walton. She had a nice house. That's a good friend of mine. Yeah, just had a baby. Congrats. Mazel tov. And she's getting married soon, too. Oh, double mazel tov. Uh, Imperial. KG, are you from, like, Imperial or deeper? No, Imperial. Okay, all right. And you've had the sushi that Plazi speaks so highly of? I have not. I see it every time I get off at Richardson. Is it Richardson Road or is it Imperial Main, Plazi? It's Imperial Main. I will tell you what. I had Cucky the other day, my my boy. The other day, him and his lovely wife, Jenny, were going out to sushi, and he posted a picture outside of the place called Sushi AI. Or, that's a fantastic place as I've heard well. Good it's things. connected to, that's a nice pizza right off there on Richardson Road in 55. I did say, however, that you're close, but it's actually Fuji Sushi and Imperial. And he said he was waiting 20 minutes at Sushi AI and decided him and Jenny were going to go to Fuji Sushi instead since it was six minutes away. 
And he came back with a report and said it was out of this world good. The Crab Rangoon cannot be touched there. And I hate Crab Rangoon anywhere else. It's phenomenal. What is AI? That's a free artificial plug. fish? What do you mean? Uh, the place? Like what they well, serve? Well, you call it AI. Don't people think you're going to think it's artificial yeah, sushi? Yeah, I think, I don't know if it, that, it, it I don't know if it's sushi IE, like no, how it's, it's how it's sushi, pronounced yeah. AI. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's a situation where you can get all you can eat, but if you don't finish your plate, you pay for what's left on the plate. So you really got to. Oh boy, it's like, well, the, it's like the SAT. Yeah, you got to make sure you have time. <laughs> I can't guess. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's, uh, that's the only issue. But the, with Fuji Sushi, it's one of the best in the game. I will stand by that tape. The founder of Twitter and current CEO of Square went to DB. What you got, Steve? That's from the millennial. That is true. Yeah, Jack Dorsey is DB proud. Uh, Vianney is the public school of the Metro Catholic Conference. Also, I've been to Imperial once in my life. Is the sickest of flexes. Also, also, Candace is great people. Again, Brian Henson. Well, it's not, I, I wouldn't say a sick flax. I'm saying the sushi bomb if you're looking for good sushi. It's the best place to go. My mom grew up in a small town in northern Illinois, and I can say with confidence that rural America sucks. That's from Hunchback of Von Castle. I grew up in uh, the heart of Illinois. And you loved it. Uh, I would say I loved growing up because lifelong friends, you know, sure. the same people you went to kindergarten with, you're going to high school with. Yeah. It was. It's home. You know, it's easy to get around. It's home. You can ride bikes. and kind of that more... Wholesome, simple vibe, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I could not live there now. I, I so I, I I loved the opportunity as a kid, but thank God I got out. Yeah. So it would be so boring. You don't have any interest in going back to a small ass town like that. I mean, if if it's you know thirty minutes outside of St. Louis, yeah, I would you know yeah. I, I I think that'd be fine. But that was you know thirty five minutes away from Peoria. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just which that, itself it, is not like not the biggest that, town. Yeah. It's not a small town by any means. But it's plummeting in population. Since is that right? Or left. Yeah, Caterpillar left five or six years ago. Their headquarters was in Peoria. Now it's in Chicago. And what company? That. Caterpillar. Okay, gotcha. So. That's the big trucking yeah. company? Yeah, and so, you know, that kind of hit, and obviously it's just like St. Louis. Peoria is a very small St. Louis. Yeah, and Canton is a like a straight farming town. Like that's it's. Oh, I mean, I, I would say all, a good hefty portion of the population has farmland outskirts of like. But it, there is a town. There's a Walmart and a, a McDonald's, and there are you know host, the hospital, and yeah. so those kind of jobs are still available. But yeah, definitely farming community for sure. We're coming up on ten years of the Plowhawk on TMA. I reminded you guys that that next I think a week from today wow. is my first ever show. Buckswope can obviously verify that more than I can because it's 10 years ago. Yeah. But they were just getting back from spring training because I got hired a week as they were in spring training into my first team I show right. when they got and back. And you weren't hired by Tim and Inside SDL. You were hired by the radio no. station proper, right? Yeah, because account executive Mike was going either back to school or had a, a big boy job on the way. And so I was at 920 just filling in for him. Yeah. As they found their full-time replacement. Yeah. And I think Tim says the second you opened your mouth, you, he knew that this guy needs to be on the show forever. see his faces. <laughs> oh. uh, but, yeah, that. so we have the rise of Plowboy Swope's picks, which first first and foremost, to Buck Swope, just world-class job. Every one of his are banger because, like, the interviews aren't as long as what they should be. They're quick hits, and he does a lot of... A lot of prep work to yeah. get some of those clips. Well, or... and the, yeah, the clips are perfectly placed, and I, it's one of my favorite Swope's picks is the Rise of Plowhawk because one of your first times you were just out 
I assume smoking a dart and then taking a dump. And you and said you were just... you said you were looking at transmitter readings. And yeah. I was like, wow. Now that I work in radio, I was like, that's the biggest load of BS I've ever heard in my life. Yes, but not, but like at the time, you, yeah, I you mean, felt confident that people right. would believe that. Right, and then you're just gone for like 20 minutes. And... Uh, I can show the transmitter was like. 60 miles away. Yeah, it was like somewhere. in the middle. It was like in the middle of yeah. Illinois. And they trust the guy who like keeps you on air to be doing that during shows. They barely trust an engineer. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, oh, it was man. fun to start. Like it. There's a lot of good memories. Oh my god. That's well, nice. obviously your your proposal of selling the testicle was uh was an elite segment. Just yeah. Absolutely elite segment. And then I released my mom's phone number and. <laughs> Talked about her nipple tat like yeah, all the, in one the week. ladybug tat. Yeah, that was like all like in one week. Oh my god, bangers! Uh, Plowick has done a fabulous job, and hope he's on TMA for another tat. It's from Cuck Supreme. Here, here, Cuck hey Supreme. man, yeah, Thank here, you. here. Uh, former DB cheerleader here. <laughs> so the listeners weren't into Catholic school girls in short uniform skirts. Yeah, of course they weren't. That's from Patty Nantucket. Uh, Weird last name, very unusual. Nantucket. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely little island. Yeah, but I've never heard a last name, Nantucket. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Got oral from an ice head at Big Al's in P-Town, baby. That's from the recovering alcoholic. I think Doug has him on suspension for, like, like another 12 days. <laughs> and, of course, the Illinois Recovery Center suspension log Uh Shout-out to Sushi Boat in St. Charles proper. That's from Ryan Mears. Who the hell are these people? I don't remember saving these things. Who's Ryan Mears? I don't know who that is. Probably owns the place. <laughs> Giving a little shout out to his own company. Sure, I guess that. Yeah, good for that. Good for Ryan if he did. That, if that is all right. Text in three one four eight eight one TMA five. It's the Jeff Lobman text inbox. You can call in like Mr. Smith and Todd Reesing have done. That's six three six nine hundred four TMA. And email in for the design air heating and cooling email of the day the morning after at insidestl.com. Your prize today, if you win, is a pair of tickets to see Primus and Coheed and Cambria with special guest Too Many Zoos on Saturday, August 3rd at St. Louis Music Park. So send in your emails. Kevin Miller has a one-goal lead on Buck Swope here on Leap Day. It's February 29th. It's Leap Day, so there's an extra day of the month of February, and that means we could see a Bucks a Buck Swope win or anyone else winning locks it up. I'm sorry. A Buck Swope win means we go to a playoff on March 1st, which is tomorrow. If anyone but Kevin Miller, or I'm sorry, anyone but Buck Swope or Kevin Miller win today, Kevin Miller locks up the month of February. So wow. Big email today today. I explained that really poorly, and I apologize. I'm going to look in the mirror tonight and figure out how I can better myself. Had, I knew what you meant. We Thank had you. about Thank 12 you. emails yesterday, and Kevin Miller out of I know. It was, it's, it's a really good batch. So that's. Uh, he's, he's really stepped up again. Kind of that late bloomer. He's like a 26-year-old yeah. journeyman in the NBA, and all of a sudden, boom, now he finds a spot. But there's a key element to that block that Doug votes first, and he plays to he he plays to Doug's uh, special. He likes uh, Doug likes what he has to say. So that is true. That's a hard vote to today. Get. I'm not saying that I'm just now not going to vote for Kevin Miller. That's not the case because I assume I'll have the first vote today. Having said that, you're going to have to work a little bit. You're going to have to work a little bit. I, I don't necessarily always go Kevin Miller. He sent in emails before. I think last week or two weeks ago, he said something about colon bowling, and that's like one of the funnier things I've ever heard. So uh, you can make me laugh, Kevin Miller, but you're going to have to step it up a little bit. It's uh, just saying. Iggy, Fox you like voting for Kevin fly. Miller. Pardon me? You like voting for Kevin Miller. I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll vote for Buck Swope. I've seen you vote for Buck Swope. If it's the best email, I'll vote for it. 
You guys remember the email line, I'm in his DMs, you're in his BMs? <laughs> that guy hasn't emailed in in a while. Yeah, if you put a good line in there, the, your email could suck. But if you get a good line like that, you're probably going to get my vote. 100%. And if John's out there, this guy named John sends in an email about once every six months, and they're some of the funniest stuff I've ever read. So if John is out there and listening, email in, because uh, you could really force uh, Kevin Miller a victory. You know, If you're on the Kevin Miller side, send in a great email, because if you win, that'll lock it up for old KM. Uh, realtor who takes pictures of his crotch. Uh, all right, that's going to close out our Mungenast, St. Louis Acura Mungenast, Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, I'm 7 o'clock my hour. Uh, yeah, Mr. Smith's coming in with the coffee. If you are just cycling on now, Doug is on vacation in the Hamptons. Tim is at a school function for his eldest son, but he will be in probably shortly. I don't know exactly when he's going to be in. I'm sure he doesn't either, but he will be in uh, at some point in the program. So if you're like, uh, oh, I won't listen to these idiots, Fine, do what you got to do. But I'm telling you, Tim will be back, so Balloon Party will be as normal. I'm not sure on QFTA, but TMA and Balloon Party will continue as normal. This is the morning after presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.